Touchdown, Seahawks! Wilson wants it all. Deep ball. Metcalf got it! Guess who? Jamal Adams downhill. Your Seahawks Super Bowl 48 champion. What's up, everyone? I'm Lucas, owner of Seahawks Stock Galaxy, here to bring you the best Seahawks-related conversations. And I have a big episode today. The tensions between Russell Wilson and Seattle's front office. It's rising at a pretty alarming rate, so I want to touch on that. And let's jump right into it. Reports earlier this week have come out saying Russell Wilson's camp was upset at the amount of hits and sacks he has taken in his nine-year career. And most importantly, the lack of pass protection he has been given over that time period. Seattle over the past nine years has been known to not put much money towards pass blocking. Not only that, they've not put much effort in as well. They've not been good drafting. They've never really resigned offensive players. The only cornerstone that comes off the top of my head is Dwayne Brown. It seems like they've hit with Damian Lewis as well. But most of the time, they have just had a endless recycle of guards and centers and right tackles for Russell Wilson, leaving only Dwayne Brown and Russell. This has led him to be sacked 394 times in nine seasons. That's the most in NFL history and by a pretty fair margin too, with Randall Cunningham second. That's a problem. That shouldn't have to be explained either. However, Seattle Seahawks management is upset at Russell Wilson and his camp for taking it public, which gives me the feeling that they previously did not disclose this to B. Carroll and John Schneider and company, and instead just went straight to the public and went on the Dan Patrick show and spoke his mind. Well, I'm not against that. He should always talk to the head of the organization first, but we don't know if he did. The lack of clarity on both sides has been alarming to me. Not only all of this, but Russell Wilson also mentioned how he would like to have more of a say in how things go. Earlier this offseason, we saw how Brian Schottenheimer was fired from his offensive coordinator job. A lot of us were surprised, especially since Pete Carroll, a day or two prior to the firing, mentioned how he would not be firing Brian Schottenheimer. He was fired for philosophy differences. They grew very close, which makes me think that was kind of a tipping point that made Russell kind of come more public with all of this. He was involved in the selection of new offensive coordinator Shane Waldron. He was he had a big voice in how that went, and it seems like Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll have found their guy. The Rams offense was very dimensional. It had play action, it had rollouts, it was good in the run game. There was many things that was amazing about it. One thing they did not have was a deep ball, and that was shown because of Jared Goff at quarterback. Now he's matched up with Russell Wilson. I assume he'll look to play the deep ball more and put the ball in DK Metcalf, Tyre Lockett, hopefully David Moore if he's able to resign, into our playmaker's hands, of course. Another big part of this whole Russell Wilson and front office thing was how the front office has been getting some trade calls. Before Russell Wilson went on to the Dan Patrick show, about a day or two, or I think it was on the Super Bowl, it was reports that two teams have reached out to Seattle Seahawks asking what's the availability of star quarterback Russell Wilson. John Schneider came back with a quick no. He was not available, and not much talk happened from there. However, 
we saw Russell talk about his availability on the Dan Patrick show. Did he completely shut down the idea of a trade? Doesn't seem like it. When asked about the trade rumors on the Dan Patrick show, he said that is a Seahawks question. And while it is true, it is a Seahawks question, it's weird that he not mentioned anything about how he thinks he won't even be traded. However, right after that, he mentioned how he'd like to play in Seattle for the rest of his career. Is that just him sugarcoating? We don't know. Never wants to be a guy in the locker room who could stir up trouble. However, this offensive line thing could stir up a little bit of tension. Russell Wilson has a no-trade clause in his contract, but not only that, he is signed to one of the biggest contracts we've ever seen from an NFL quarterback before, of course, Patrick Mahomes' half-a-billion-dollar contract. That was spread out throughout 10 years, though. Russell's was spread out throughout at least three to four. It expires in 2023 and 2024. That's when I expect things to start heating up. Russell Wilson's agent has been known for giving his best players top-of-the-market money, and that's headlined by Russell Wilson. We saw this back in 2018. Russell Wilson went public with the fact that he wanted a new contract. He said, by April 15th, if I don't have a new contract on my desk and it's not the highest paid, I will not be a Seahawk anymore. He would play out that season. After that, he would not resign. There was rumors he would go to the Giants later that day. Or later on April 16th, early morning, they extended the time period. He was signed to the biggest contract at that time for his position. Do I think Seattle is going to want to do that again in 2023? I do not. We have seen this team not to be the smartest of cap. However, that's no excuse for having not a very strong offensive line when we've seen teams like the Packers build very strong offensive lines built around protecting their franchise quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, which Seattle has never done in the amount of money they've spent on their offensive line. And that's what's led to Russell Wilson being sacked 394 times. It's alarming. You never want to see that from a quarterback, especially the one you're supposed to be calling your franchise. There's many issues to that. What's crazy is how he's been able to stay healthy through all of this, spending $1 million on his body each and every season. And now we see why. That's around 50 sacks a season. Close to it. And when he puts that on his body, that's a lot of hits he's taking. That's not even counting the QB hits, the pressures he has to roll out. That's a lot of constant strain on his body so of course russell wilson in his camp will be upset about this russell wilson has never been very outspoken about his offensive line or the lack thereof do i think he would get a request to trade not yet but he will monitor how seattle spends this next offseason and that's what makes it so vital going into the 2021 offseason the seahawks will have about four million dollars to work with that's not allowed to do anything. But not only that, they'll only have five picks. They will only have four picks in this next draft. That's coming from trading a first and a couple other picks to the Jets in return for star safety Jamal Adams. It's not the amount of draft capital that GM John Schneider wants. We've been notorious for trading back and reaching on picks, but I think this year more than ever, we will see Seattle trading back to get more assets. Do I think Russell Wilson is going to push heavy to get awesome offensive linemen like Joe Thunny? And I think so. I think Seattle has limited time before they've reached their limit with their franchise quarterback. With Russell Wilson going into his 10th season, 
the timeline is not much further for him. He cannot take this many hits anymore and expects to be able to play to his late 40s like he's hoping for. I think Seattle has great opportunities to build up that offensive line this offseason. There's plenty of ways you can create cap space nowadays, too. They can restructure Bobby Wagner and Russell Wilson's contract. Both of those combined, $18 million. They can give extensions to Carlos Dunlap and Jamal Adams. Both of those combined, that saves you $13 million. That's an easy $31 million they just saved. The money is there. It's just if they're able to restructure their contracts, give extensions to players. It's how they use it. If they're able to sign a star, not just some random depth, where they're able to draft a great... I think Russell will be a little more happy because it's showing a little urgency. I think that's what Russell Wilson has wanted. Russell Wilson this whole time has mentioned how he's always wanted to stay in Seattle. It's his home. He's built a family here. He's building a tuition-free charter school here. He's partial owner of the Seattle Sounders. There's so many reasons he should stay. He may want to do what Tom Brady did and leave for Tampa Bay so he could get that final ring and have more control over the team. But I don't think it's going to come to that. I think both Pete Carroll and John Schneider are smart enough to know what's coming. And I think they're both smart enough to know that if they don't do something fast, it could end poorly. Russell Wilson's camp this whole time has wanted leverage. Now that they're seeing multiple teams look to see if they can trade for their for our star quarterback, Russell Wilson, they're able to play their cards, and they're able to play them in a very precise way that corners our front office. It's either you keep the franchise quarterback and you build an offensive line, or if you don't, you can trade us. They have available partners. Now more than ever, we've seen teams willing to trade their star players in return for a lot of future draft picks. And we saw that with the Rams recently trading two first-round picks and Jared Goff, who has a massive cap hit, to the Lions from Matthew Stafford, who is now in a win-now situation in L.A. We have not seen that same type of urgency with our front office. They've played the long game. They've wanted to build that dynasty. But you cannot build a dynasty without the here and now. And Seattle needs to realize that we need to start winning in the here and now. And they need to start building out an offensive line in the here and now. They cannot wait any longer. They're not trying to build a dynasty anymore. Russell Wilson is going to be 33 this November. His time is, he's about to exit his prime. However, we don't know how he's going to play after that. We saw Aaron Rodgers just win the MVP at, I think, 38 years old. So there's obviously players that can last past their prime. We don't know what Russell Wilson past his prime is going to look like. Is he going to be less elusive? Is he going to have to be more of a pocket passer? That could be an issue if we do not have a good offensive line. And the worst thing that could happen is he suffers a major injury. Now, do I think the Seattle Seahawks will trade Russell Wilson? No. Do I think Russell Wilson will request a trade? I wouldn't put my money on that yet. Could it happen in the future? Possibly. We do not know that yet. That is a question for two years down the line, possibly. But I don't see Russell Wilson forcing his way out of Seattle. And I can give Seattle 39 million reasons why they wouldn't do that. And it's because it would leave the Seahawks with $39 million in dead cap. That would destroy a franchise. Could I see a team like the Texans doing that? Yeah. They're already deep in the salary cap hole. They already have no draft picks. 
They're only holding on to Sean Watson for who knows what. But do I think Seattle will trade Russell Wilson? No. Russell Wilson mentioned how he just wants to have more saying what goes on in this front office, saying how he wants more to do with who we bring in. We saw him make recommendations earlier this season with bringing in wide receiver Antonio Brown, who was later signed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Why? Because Tom Brady wanted Antonio Brown as well. And we saw what they just did win the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs. So Russell Wilson obviously is watching this like, hmm, I want to do that as well. Wilson wants to play till his late 40s. He's mentioned this many, many times. Do I think he'll be here as Hulker in Seattle? One would hope. But I just don't see it happening if Seattle is incapable of putting a proper offensive line around him. And that will not happen unless we get public pressure put on this front office, which we now have. It is make or break time for Seattle Seahawks. They are either going to win now, make a Super Bowl run, and keep their franchise quarterback happy, or they will be put down as a franchise that is unable to give and offer anything to their star players, which is not a look you want to give a franchise. That's all I got to talk about for now. Have a good day. Stay safe. Go Hawks.